0: Join me right now back on the show is Hex Fight Series lightweight contender, Aiden Aguilera. What's going on, Aiden?
1: Not much, dude. Just in between training sessions talking to you again. Happy to be here.
0: Good, good, man. Good. Um, Man, it's been six months. You know, has it been a rough six months for you? Have you been frustrated, you know, since, you know, you weren't being really able to get a fight and also the fight actually got postponed and now you're, you know, you're coming back in September?
1: Yeah, um the the fight being postponed wasn't ideal but it was six weeks postponement so it's basically just at the really string out camp so had to make a couple of adjustments there with the weight and all that but um other than that it's not too bad um yeah I had a pretty like big fight maybe a couple of months back which wasn't which I was really happy with so it was good to kind of be able to recover and work on improvements and go from there so it's not the end of the world
0: yeah let's talk about that last fight man that hex eighteen you took on Bevan O'Malley do you think that that could be fight of the year for the promotion?
1: I hope so. Um, it was a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it, and I'm, I'm. I hope Bevan is too. It was a good, it was a really good fight. Kind of got a bit of everything, and you know, both pretty beat up at the end of it. So it was, I was glad to get the win. And it was awesome to be in a fight that close. I've actually really enjoyed it. The most fun I've ever had in there ever.
0: Yeah, it was a very close fight. You know, you did get the split decision win uh in in some people's eyes i think you know that a fight like that there's no losers to be honest with you you know and and it could have even been a draw do you think so do you think that it could have been a draw in a fight that close
1: i mean really there's no real argument to say it goes either way if he had gotten the nod i couldn't have really kicked up a big fuss about it if it was a draw then i couldn't really have a problem with it i mean obviously i want to win i feel like i deserved it with the it it all depends on how you look at it but um i feel like i did more damage to the head. Landed four takedowns, got a knockdown, but um, he kicked the shit out of my legs. So, <laughs> and he landed some big shots to the head as well. So, it was it was very close, and I like, wouldn't have a problem with it going either way.
0: Yeah, let's let's dissect that fight because it was such a good fight. You know, it was a, it was a war. It's back and forth. What do you think was the key aspects of your game that got you that win?
1: For sure, the wrestling, the wrestling stole the rounds. I think Bevan probably won the round one. Because he kind of started off kicking, and it took me a little while to get my timing down. He has the awkward timing. Obviously, he's a very experienced Muay Thai fighter, one of the best in the division in Australia, and um, he landed a lot of leg kicks. Uh, eventually, I was able to time it, and kind of I landed a big Superman punch over the top and broke his nose pretty badly. And then I was back in it. So it was it was a close first round, but I, I have no problem saying that Bevan probably edged it. He just landed way more leg kicks. Then in the second, I started utilizing my wrestling a bit more and got him down. And I think that's what started to edge things. And he started to get more tired. And the the third round, I took him down I think four times and I dropped him as well. Like the third round was the most decisive round of the entire fight. obviously that helps me big time. But I feel like I won two and three.
0: You also had an armbar attempt in the second round. How close was that armbar? Because it you kind of um, like you had it and then you made an adjustment and it looked like he was wincing a little bit.
1: I'm not sure. I feel like. It, Immediately, it was very close to the end of the second round, which obviously helps my favorite. I took him down, I got on top, and then he rolled me over, and I almost immediately had him in an armbar, which helps me out, obviously, because then it doesn't look like I'm losing. Um, It it felt tight initially, and I think he kind of wormed his way out. We were pretty bloody and sweaty by then, so I I just kind of figured I was going to give it a good crack, and if he fell out, he fell out, and he did, so I just kept moving from there, and I think there was only five seconds left in the round. I don't think I really had it as tight as I had some of the other ones, but it was there for a second, but I lost it.
0: Those leg kicks, man, they were landing hard on those on your legs. You know how how much damage did you take? You know how long did it take for you to recover? Uh,
1: I'm pretty good with leg conditioning, so it it hurt, but it was as I've, I've said multiple times, I wasn't in no worry of being stopped or anything like that. I could have quite happily, at the pace the fight was going, I could have happily done another two rounds, and I'm confident I would have made it to the end. Because by then, I wasn't letting him just tee off at will. He landed some big ones. And I was pretty sore for about a week afterwards. But um, I was back in the gym within a week. So it, they didn't even bruise that bad, which was pretty disappointing. They were a bit sore on the night of. And I was looking forward to getting some nice photos and all that. But um, they're kind of just a bit fluidy. But I came good pretty quick.
0: Going through a fight like that, you know, a back and forth war, what does that prove to yourself, you know? And, and what does that do for you moving forward with your career?
1: nothing but confidence for me it's I I want to have fights like that not obviously not every fight I want to be able to you know get highlight reel knockouts and all that but there's nothing more rewarding than working as hard as you can and getting the win at the end of it and it was honestly without a doubt like the most fun I've ever had in there you, you can see at the end of the first round we give each other a hug and kind of go back to our corners and at the start of the third i we're talking back and forth just having fun it's just it's what I do this for I'm here to test myself you know I don't just want to smash bums my whole career. It's You know, I want to fight tough guys and get pushed and pushed back and kind of overcome things. It's awesome. It's why I'm here.
0: Now, after that fight, what did you do? You know, did you take some time off or did you just go right back into work or what did you do?
1: I think I was back in the gym within a week, um, just back to work and kind of grinding away. Not not just for the love of it. I never really take that much time off. The most I'll ever take is like two weeks after a fight, then I'm back to it because it's it's, this is – what i do it's my job you know the way i look at it i'm not going to disappear i've got plenty of things to work on so i've been been in the gym since working away just seeing what comes
0: what have you been working on you know have you been focusing on certain parts of your game with the time off that you had
1: um i think i've i spent a little bit of time working on just working on jiu-jitsu for a little while there just because i wasn't really happy with how i felt on the ground there it's one of those things where um i was able to get them down but was very good at getting up. And I think it was just in the ebb and flow of the fight, I wasn't really switching from fighting to grappling in my head. I was just thinking posturing up and smashing him. And every time I did that, he was able to get away. So I've got to be a bit more patient there. So I spent a bit of time on that. Then um, I'm kind of generally working on all little things, improving the holes in my game with my coach. He always kind of goes over things are adrenaline and MMA kind of really stays on top of me and make sure I work on my weaknesses, which is what I think is very important to progressing.
0: With your team over there at Adrenaline, have you, you know, have added any new additions to the team, or have you, or is it the same guys that you're working with?
1: We always had amateur guys coming up and sparring partners coming in and out and all that. Like, I was lucky enough that uh, one of my Muay coaches, Jabba Askarov, who's unfortunately just fell short in the uh, the 1FC Grand Prix tournament, which is awesome fight, really cool fighter. He was playing around with um the idea of jumping into MMA, so... It was great to do some sparring rounds with him because he's a beast. He's a bit smaller, but he's a monster. So really fun to kind of get some kickboxing rounds in with him. But I've got heaps of amateur up-and-comers that are kind of progressing. Some of them starting to transition into professional fighters now. So always got kind of new faces popping in and out. But, um, yeah, no big names kind of coming in at the moment.
0: Askarov, he's the one who just fought in Bangkok, right? Yes, against Sami Sana. Yeah, man. That was a crazy fight, you know. It's just. Those guys are so good. <laughs>
1: it's insane. I think he's like eight time world champion. Just a yeah. monster.
0: How is it uh, getting in getting in rounds with him? You know to improve your striking.
1: Uh, teaches you to keep your hands off. Say it that way. He, he hits hard. He hits really hard. He, his kicks are ridiculous. He feels like he's made out of stone. And he throws these snappy little kicks that they're not, there's no setup to him. And there's really fast. And that's what I mean. My legs are pretty conditioned. I get beat up every day. Like, I'm not really worried about getting finished by leg kicks.
0: Now, with the fight that you have coming up, you know, it was, I think, originally announced for August, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, late July, actually.
0: Okay. Late July. And then they yeah. postponed it due to, you know, unforeseen circumstances, you know, fighters yeah. pulling out and stuff like that. Also, you, your your original opponent, he pulled out. You have a new opponent now, That's right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, things happen. You got to move on. Preparing for that fight, it was originally at the end of July. What, do, what adjustments are you making to kind of like extend your camp all the way to the beginning of September?
1: Well, the hard part of uh, of training is I'm always training, but um when I'm in camp, I'm training hard, like properly hard. So um when we found out, uh, Chris, we kind of got together, me, Matt, and Chris, because Matt Myers, I think you're talking to him later today. It's uh, one of my teammates that's fighting again. Um. And we decided to, to kind of lay off the hard training for about two weeks and let our bodies recover a little bit just because it's not sustainable what we were doing. Like we, we work, we push ourselves very hard. So um, took it a little easier, gained a bit more weight just because obviously our weight cuts is going kind to of have to adjust to that as well. And then went back into camp. So I'm basically coming off I did I think six weeks before we found out. We had about three weeks left and then we have had like two weeks off and then done another four, I think a mid to five week like smaller camp I guess. But I was already in real good shape going into this one. So just basically had a little rest and then got back into it. It is what it is. A new opponent and all that. It's nothing new. It's a fight game. You constantly get pullouts.
0: Do you wake up every day and kind of assess like how you feel to kind of go and and set your schedule for the day? Or do you just have a schedule that's already set for the week and you just follow it?
1: Generally, we have a schedule for the week. Obviously, if I've got some sort of niggling injury that I think is really going to bother me, I'm going to be smart about that. But I think it's very easy to fall into that, you know. Addressing yourself, you're gonna be, you're gonna be in sore and tired no matter what. You kind of have to just show up and put the work in. So unless I'm injured, I'm gonna work hard. And like Chris is good like that; he keeps an eye on us. He knows if we're overtraining, you know, and, and he'll take the foot off the pedal a little bit if we need to. But um, I felt really fit and really healthy for this camp, so I'm really excited to kind of get back in
0: there. Have you felt, you know, going into a fight, you know, in your previous fights? you were overtraining and it kind of affected the, the performance that you had
1: i think earlier on in camp um, like in my career there would have been times where i was overtraining in camp and just being exhausted but we kind of adjust to that and kind of learn our lesson there. And it's been a long time since i felt that way i think we're pretty smart about how we work we we, we work hard but we make sure we stay on top of a recovery and don't overdo it i think is a you know best way to put it
0: with Hex, you know, we always talk about this because you are one of the contenders in the lightweight division and it's like what's going on with the title, you know? Who's fighting for the title? Is there a champion? So are you focused on that? Has that changed? Or are you just focused on winning this fight and getting signed to the UFC?
1: I think every time I've tried to look ahead of what's in front of me, mm-hmm. I've kind of run into obstacles. And it's kind of like a recurring theme in my career. I feel like I've I'm nothing, taken nothing away from opponents that have Come over the top of me, but I feel like I was very capable of beating the guys I've lost to I just kind of either got too far ahead of myself or I wasn't in the zone or it's all mental Um, So it's one of those things where I'm I'm just focused on the fight in front of me But having said that, this is my 10th fight for Hex, I think it is And I don't think anyone's come close to that many fights for them And um, if this goes well, this is a four-fight win streak So if I win this one, then I'll be looking to push for the title But obviously UFC has always been the goal If that could happen, awesome
0: especially when the UFC is coming to yeah, exactly. Melbourne, Australia, you know, in the beginning of October, you think you might be ready for a short-notice short, short notice fight?
1: I'll I'll take a fight. I'll fight anyone on any notice. For, that's the goal. That's what I'm meant to be. That's what I've been getting ready for all these years. It's one of those things where, you know, I know there's some amazing fighters out there, and, and I'm not expecting to beat Khabib be on two days' notice, but if they call me, I'm going to go in there and try and kill them for as long as I can. You know, it's, yeah. it's what I'm here for.
0: It seems like that the UFC has like at least two fighters that they choose on like a month out, a couple weeks out to kind of replace, you know, or, or fill in the card. And maybe, you know, it could happen this time for you.
1: I hope so, because I think I was very close last time Um, with uh, Callum Potter got the nod and I have no problem with that. Obviously, he's a veteran of the area, he's fought everywhere, fought everyone. He deserves it. And I can't, I can't argue that. But um, I know that I was in the conversation there and hopefully they've kept my name in that conversation now. I mean, it's show business and a lot of these guys have no personality behind their performances. I'm exciting. You know, I live in Melbourne. So it's one of those things where who knows what can happen. If someone gets injured, um, I'll step in there on whatever notice there is. I'll make my, and I'll fight my heart out.
0: Yeah, you could just get in your car and drive down the street, which is exactly right? right? Yeah. <laughs> that this fight coming up at Hex 19 is basically your audition you know for the ufc it could be you know what i mean like have you talked to people about the contender series and things like that
1: it's one of those things where i'd love to get get in there but i don't really know the pathway to do that if mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you you just have to get noticed and all that but um it's one of those, i'm just going to keep putting on good performances it's, my goal is to be an entertaining fighter looking for a finish you know fighting good experienced guys. So I don't know what else I can do except for just keep winning.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. That's the that's the uh, the solution to everything. Now, before I let you go, I want to get your opinion on the main event of UFC 243. It's the biggest fight in Australia, New Zealand history. Robert Whitaker taking on Israel Adesanya. Now, who, who do you think is going to take this fight? And uh, how do you see this fight playing out?
1: I think Whitaker's going to catch him, man. I just I can't bet against Whitaker. Is the guy's a gun, he's, he's fought Joel twice, you know, survived Joel twice is probably the better way to put it. You know, he, there's a very strong case that he won both or well, he did win both fights. And obviously, a lot of people think Joel won the second, but I didn't really have any problem with the decision. He's, he's a beast, and um, I just I think watching what Kelvin was able to do to um, Izzy, I feel like Whitaker's gonna be able to find his opening, and you know, and Whitaker's got power
0: how big of a star do you feel that Robert Whitaker is, you know, especially with the, the up and coming fighters, you know, in Australia? It's
1: hard to say, isn't it? Because it's one of those things where it's like, he's the only Australian champion ever. And, uh, I guess he gets a bit of coverage, but the media here doesn't really follow MMA that closely. You know, you see reports about Connor and all that, but you never see news stories about Robert. And I think it's because he doesn't really, he doesn't talk shit. You know, he's, you know, just a mild mannered kind of guy, but, um, among the fighters, he, he's a fighter's fighter. He's fought everyone. He fights hard. You know, he's tough as nails, puts on good performances. He's, I've got nothing but respect for the guy, and I think pretty much you'd be dumb not to. All
0: right, man. September 6th, Hex Fight Series 19, Melbourne, Australia. Thank you, Aiden, for the time, and uh, good luck on the fight in the future, man. Hopefully you get signed, man. I see it happening.
1: I appreciate it, man. I've always got time for you. You let me know. I'll catch up whenever you want.